0: First, there is no no sidestepping the fact that when Table Mountain went up in flames on Sunday the 18th of April, the mountain's wildlife suffered tremendously. And while the damage is obviously still being calculated in terms of, you know, buildings and and, and things lost, the inspectors and volunteers of the Cape of Good Hope um, SBCA have been out there doing the much needed search and rescue work to help our wildlife that's been affected by the blaze. I thought it would be really, really great to check in with them and find out how things are going since the Cape Town fires and also see how Capetonians could assist in the efforts. I also know that their brand new online store goes live today because uh, I've been supporting and I'm so excited. Um, and I wanted to find out more about how we can all support the work that they do uh, through that online shop. So now we are joined by Belinda Abraham, the Communications Resource Development and Education Manager at the Cape of Good Hope S. P C A. Welcome, Belinda. Good morning, Saskia. Good morning to the <laughs> listeners and a
1: very happy Freedom Day to everybody.
0: Yes, happy Freedom Day to you too. I think the first thing we want to check in on is the the rescue efforts. How they've been coming along.
1: Goodness, what a devastating time um it's been for everybody, Saskia. You know, We have experienced working in fires before, Mm. and never before have we seen this degree of devastation and loss in terms of um, wildlife specifically. Mm. Um, And we know, of course, there's been landmarks have been raised to the ground. There's been a loss of literary treasures, but Mm. almost nothing compares to the loss of the scale of wildlife that we're witnessing at this time. In actual fact, there has been not one animal that we could save.
0: Oh my goodness that is heartbreaking that is absolutely it has been heartbreaking. heartbreaking because the yes. the other thing that I'm sitting with Belinda is obviously you know we 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 go back and we clean up our houses but i mean at the moment the the habitat is completely ravaged um Correct. so how do we how, how, how do how do the wildlife how do we even begin to start um you know rehabilitating and 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 healing the loss there? Correct. So, I mean, one of the
1: things that we're continuing to do is obviously the search and rescue efforts, although, you know, we're losing a considerable amount of hope at this stage. Mm. Um, we are, however, seeing the first signs of life returning to those ravaged areas, which is great news. Um, but at the same time, also a little worrying. Some of the areas are still quite hot. We've had one inspector just completely melted at the soles of his shoes. Sure. Um, on the ground searching you know the area is very unstable so they'll be stepping into what looks like solid ground to them and find themselves knee deep in ash sometimes leaning onto the trees to try and stable stabilize yourself you know there's a lot of hills and valleys Um, the branches just give way so Mm. it hasn't been the easiest search and rescue effort but that continues as well as the request for people just to keep shallow plastic containers of water out in the gardens um, around the perimeters of the fire. That also helps, you know, if there are animals out there in need of help, they'll be drawn to the water source, um, and hopefully people can just keep an eye out in their gardens. If anything does stray in there, Mm -hmm. then just give us a call on 0833261604. That phone is manned 24-7, and hopefully we, we can make a difference there.
0: So just coming back to kind of what people um can do um for various levels of assistance that they can give. I mean putting out a little bit of water in your garden um is 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 a, is like very small thing that you could do if you in, in those areas uh, is it is it wise to put out any sort of food because you also don't want to necessarily you know Correct. So you don't want to be habituating wild animals mm. or getting them
1: used to a sort of yes, organized, kind of yes. regular food source. So the water bottles will—I mean, the water bowls will be that for now. Not too deep. You don't want anything to fall in and drown. Right. And of course, you know, I have to say that at this time, while we've seen so much devastation, there's just been such a wonderful triumph. I think um, in in the show of hearts and in the human spirit, because people have really opened their hearts to a degree that we've also never witnessed before Mm. um, with so many goods in preparation for what we imagined would be animals admitted en masse Mm. Um, and I'd just like to say to everyone listening that you know none of their contributions have gone to waste there were many animals on site at the time that were most appreciative of all the fresh fruit and veg all the equipment um, for burn wounds, et cetera. I mean, our hospital is fully stocked. We'll be sharing what we have in surplus or anything that has expiry dates Mm. with other SPCA's and other animal welfare's in need. Um, So nothing, nothing will go to waste. Everything was absolutely so appreciated.
0: We're talking to Belinda Abraham, of course, from the Cape of Good Hope SBCA, checking in on a number of things. But, of course, first, uh, just seeing how our wildlife is doing after the devastating Cape Town um, fires. Uh, I've got in a question on the WhatsApp line, Belinda. Is there any way of monitoring the wild animal population on the mountain? And how will we know um, if species are recovering? So, as I said, you know, we've seen the first signs of life returning,
1: which is a good thing. Um, and we'll also be seeing animals returning to the area where they had burrows or nests. Um, so we, we are seeing quite a number of animals returning, as well as monitoring those areas to make sure that those returning don't burn their feet on the hot ground. Um, but in terms of signs of recovery, the area is obviously going to have to be monitored for an extensive period of time before we get a really good idea of of the damage done and, um, you know, the, the the impact of of the wildlife losses.
0: And are you guys still in need of supplies? Is there anything that people can donate?
1: So for now, I mean, we've been so blessed, Saskia, um, that we really, really do have enough of of everything. It's been incredible.
0: I love that. Tonians are amazing, really. I must yeah. say, this time around, yeah. really, I can't fault anyone. So now, We know that you've got the launch of the brand new, refreshed online store today. We've been seeing the socials; you guys have been um, tweeting about it. You've been quite active with this campaign. So, just tell us a little bit more about why you think the store needed a revamp, the online store, and what is the intention um, behind a a much more refreshed offering.
1: So, I mean, the Cape of Good Hope SPC is the oldest and largest animal welfare organisation in South Africa, and Given the current climate, we're facing an ever-constant growing need for our services. So we're stepping into the world of e-commerce and home delivery for the first time. And, of course, that's in a bid to fund our our critical work. Mm. And, you know, what a better day than today to be doing this. Um, It's just a wonderful way um, to be able to celebrate freedom of choice because there's such a lovely product offering there. All the trusted, veterinary-approved foods, and the latest and the trendiest pet accessories. And, you know, there's just about something for everything um, and and everyone who is an animal lover. And, you know, together with that freedom of choice, of course, comes the wonderful opportunity that no other brand could offer you. And that is that in shopping via ShopCapeSPCA.coza, you're not only having that freedom of choice and the freedom to shop when it suits you, But then you also have the knowledge that when you shop with us, it directly translates into lives freed from suffering for so many animals in need. Um, So, yes, what better day? And everyone looking for a way to celebrate this wonderful day in history for us, um, you know, do so by by shopping for some of your much needed pet needs and going in and having a look around at, at what's available there.
0: I love your I love your your vet stores and and the thought that um I can now get it delivered to my door, that's very very exciting because now you guys are also creating work.
1: <laughs> Correct, yes, which
0: I absolutely uh, love. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, I think it's just a a wonderful initiative all round, You know, and as I said before, there's nowhere else where you can shop for your pet's products where you're actually Mm. going to be benefiting animals in need directly because 100% of those profits go directly back to the animals in need at the SPCA.
0: And, Belinda, let's just talk a little bit about the regular work that you guys do because, I mean, being called out for a fire, that's kind of, you know, on top of what you guys are doing on the daily. So just for somebody yeah. who has never, ever come across the Cape of Good Hope, SPCA, tell us a little bit about the work that you guys do in the communities. So the SPCA's primary mandate,
1: Saskia, is the prevention of cruelty to animals. And we do that via a number of ways. So we have an inspectorate, which currently consists of a staff complement of 22. And these are the people that are technically our animal cops. They're going around in communities. They're knocking on doors. They're responding to, um, you know, reactively to reports of cruelty that come in via our call centers. They are covering a 14,000-square-kilometer area of operation, so it's really, really big. And these, this is also the team, the team that goes to court and represents or gives our animals A voice voice. in a court of law. Correct. So, And then, of course, there is our education team that's going out into the field that's teaching children um, to have compassion for animals. And sadly, for so many children out there, the only lesson in this that they're ever going to learn is going to come from the SPCA. So, again, very, very valuable service. Then we have our on-site animal hospital where um, we treat the pets of disadvantaged pet owners so people coming in there. there is a welfare hospital it also promotes strongly sterilization which humanely controls pet populations and then of course offers all those primary veterinary treatments Mm. really affordably in accordance with um, a person's income and then we have our our pound service where we take in all the stray animals across our area of operation um, attempt to rehabilitate And rehome wherever possible Of course we ha- also have our wildlife unit As well as our horse care and our Farmyard unit and then we have our Adoption centre where um, We're obviously rehoming animals In a way that is sustainable In a way that is putting animals Into homes where they are no longer been Part you know, of, of the Welfare service
0: such a lot of work and i actually didn't realize when you said that that you guys actually work in um it's prevention of cruelty to animals um i i actually thought you guys did everything but actually your mandate is quite focused but yet you guys have you know developed this kind of um i'm going to say suite of um offerings um you know i'm going to say to underprivileged um, pets which which i yes. absolutely love Tell me a little bit about the inspectors, because I often think these, these, this group of people are really unsung heroes. You know, we, we, are, we, we don't often um, get a chance to talk to them. And I, and I often think, you know, the work that they do is so incredibly important. Like you said, they give animals a voice. Um, how does one become an inspector? Where do your inspectors come from? Are, are these volunteers? Tell us a little bit about that program.
1: So the requirement to become an inspector is, is a metric. And then, of course, there's an on-the-job on training that happens at the SPCA. So a passion for animals, a inner strength to be able to deal with everything that you will witness at that time would also be really important. Um, there's a training course that's, offer, that's offered um, throughout South Africa by the National Council of SPCA's and that takes them through all the requirements of um, the animal's Animal Cruelty Act, as well as, you know, all the legalities around the gathering of evidence, what is cruelty, all the definitions. Once you've done that, you submit an assignment, um, which is then evaluated, and if you pass that, you are then a qualified inspector. And of course there's ongoing learning with that qualification. So you're required to do a two-year refresher course. Um, You can also do a senior inspector's exam, which is a lot more advanced. Um, So it's Most definitely not the easiest field and most definitely the team that is the most exposed to the the horrific cruelty Mm. that we do see out there. Um, Most recently, we've run our Chain to Pay campaign, which was based on the need to educate people about the chaining of animals, because that is really, really one of the things that is absolutely core to our mission. So, you know, when you're seeing an animal on a chain, and again, it's Freedom Day, it's, it's so important to be talking about Mm. how we live in ways that not only honor our own freedom but the freedom of all life forms and you know chaining is probably one of the most cruel things and chaining to a degree that an animal is chained up as a puppy never unchained again and then sits with a strangulating Mm. um, wound around the neck where the chain has actually gone under the skin and literally almost severed the the trachea that's how bad it is. We've recently admitted a dog into our care Lady Liberty who was found wandering the street. She'd obviously been chained up and then just been let go because, you know, she was likely an inconvenience. Um, And that dog actually had a wound full of maggots, which was horrible to have to see and treat. Um, You know, and we and we just. Absolutely live um, for the happy endings that come from these types of beginnings. Um, those are the things that give us hope. And at the same time, we have to say thank you to everybody who opens their homes, opens their hearts, um, and you know appreciates the fact that having an animal in your life is actually a privilege. Um, and you know the love they give is just so unconditional that there's there's nothing that could actually compare to that.
0: We're talking to Belinda Abraham from the Cape of Good Hope SBCA. Of course, they're launching their online store today, new and revamped. And, of course, um, anything that you purchase there, of course, goes directly uh, to assisting the wonderful, wonderful work um, that they do. I wanted to ask you, because earlier on you said that you guys are the oldest. Well, I know that you guys are the oldest. Uh, you are actually the first SPCA that was established in South Africa. Africa, and that was in 1872 am I right? you are right we're almost 140 years old which yeah. means that big celebration is coming next year and I was Correct. wanting to find yeah. out if you guys have got anything on the cards planned for that
1: you know it's such a milestone that we couldn't have already started planning Saskia so indeed we <laughs> have um, it's it's getting really exciting and we're so looking forward to being able to tell everybody more about that Um but yes, what a what a wonderful honor it is to be able to say, you know, that we were around in eighteen seventy-two. Mm-hmm. We're still here today. And of course it's it's not without the public support that we are. Um we've been through tough times with particularly this last year, and yet people continue. You know, the heart people have for animals is just so encouraging. Um and the way that they react to injustices towards these animals when they occur is absolutely what keeps us crusading and what keeps us at the coalface.
0: Fantastic. Belinda, before we say our goodbyes, how can people get involved? How can they support the work that you do?
1: Please get onto our website, capesbca.coza. There's a lot of information there under our news icon on the website. And then, of course, visit our social media pages on Facebook at Cape of Good Hope SPCA and then Instagram and Twitter. Follow us there as
0: well at Cape Fantastic. Thank you so much. Uh, Belinda Abraham from the Cape of Good Hope SPCA. Please go online, support their store launch today, go and follow their social media um, accounts, uh, go and see what they are up to assist where you can. And again, thank you to everybody that has come out to support the great work that they do. And then we wait in anticipation to see next year when they celebrate that big, um, that big birthday. We do have a call on the line as well from Burtasach, I believe is a genie. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you doing? And happy Freedom Day. Thank you, and the same to you. Um, I've got dozens of books in beautiful Mm condition, which I'd like to donate to
1: the SPCA, if it would help them.
0: Fantastic. Well, um I'm sure that it would. We don't have Belinda on the line anymore, but I do know um that uh aside from the SPCA, there is Tears who does fantastic work also in the space of um, you know, pet adoption and they have those wonderful second hand stores that sell okay. all kinds of things. So Tears would probably be the better organization for that to go to and they also do some wonderful work um in the animal rescue space you know how I can get hold of them? Um, I will make sure that our producer will be able to give you all of those details. Uh, Thank you so much. It's a pleasure. Thank you, Jeannie from Buttersuch. Um, Of course, supporting the really, really good work that the uh, Cape of Good Hope uh, SBCA does. But there are so many wonderful organizations. I saw uh, Tears was doing a drive over the weekend, actually, um, to foster as opposed to um, you know, buying pets. So if you are looking for a pet, um please there, there there's dog out in Hart Bay. There are so many wonderful organizations um doing work in the space. And um if you can assist, just like Jeannie does, um, you know, by donating some wonderful books, some good um, you know, uh, second hand clothes uh, to the Tears uh, thrift stores, um they Always, always are appreciative of it. And if you are looking for something, guys, I'm totally into slow fashion nowadays, okay? My mother thought I was crazy when I was younger, and I used to go thrifting. It, it, it was like a thing for me. I was a second-hand store um, fundy. all right? She couldn't understand why I was buying second-hand shoes. I mean, how could I be wearing 70s platforms? I put my feet into those same shoes. She was mortified. Um, But thrifting has become a thing. Slow fashion, you know, recycling, reusing, repurposing. It's a thing now. Um, So you can also get in on the thing um, by supporting tiers um, and going and supporting their shops. If you are looking for books, if you're looking for, you know, um, things that you don't need to buy new. So, um, yes, I really would suggest that you do that. Uh, it's 27 minutes after 11 o'clock now. Of course, we are working our way up to an um, Eyewitness News update at 11.30. But, of course, the lines are always open for you to join in the conversation. And so please do that. I will tell you that number is 021-446-0567. If you would like to call or if you would prefer to WhatsApp, you can WhatsApp your text or your voice note to 072567. Seven one five six seven.